Hello, hello, and this is Brittany, your host, and welcome to my chair. All right, guys, today in my chair, I'm going to do a little uh, new segment called Story Time with Brittany. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I had a, a little bit of a trigger yesterday, and um, I'm going to drink my coffee. hope that's okay with you guys. I'm, I'm going to do it either way, but it, oh, it's so good. You know, I never thought McDonald's coffee you know, it's, it's like Starbucks tastes like a burnt turd, even though I don't know if it's the hype that it's Starbucks, but I do love their English breakfast tea. I'm not going to lie. It reminds me of my British, uh, uh, grandma and granddad. So I like the tea, but the coffee burnt turd. Now McDonald's, it's like just enough caffeine. So I don't get mad at my kids and jump off a bridge. You know, it's, it's just enough. So I like it. Anyway, this is an endorsement for McDonald's, y'all. No. Uh, but anyway, so let's, let's do some story time with Brittany today. Um, I had a trigger yesterday. I was talking to a buddy of mine who helps me process a lot of... He's a, he's a safe friend of mine that I can kind of process some things because I'm human. And just because I help other people process and get through things. I need someone too. I'm human. I'm not, you know, a God yet. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, anyway, so I was sitting there and, um, I, I basically, if I really, really like someone, let's say hypothetically, there was someone I, I like, I, I start, you know, it's like the, the guy that I like, let me, okay. I'm trying to be, let me be honest. I'm trying to be anonymous here because I don't want this personal story to come out yet. I don't want it to. And I'll tell you guys later on. Um, but let's say there's hypothetically a guy Brittany really likes, and we're about to get to the story time. Um, I'll take you back to the past with me, but these fears rise up in me where I don't want anything to do with this guy. I don't want anything to do with him because all these triggers came out, all these triggers that I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to get hurt. This, this feels very familiar to a situation that happened to me back in college. I know the guy's not the same thing, but I know how the universe works. Things loop around and their lessons. But even the people that we could have beautiful relationships with or friendships are lessons as well. It's just we we grow together and they could be healthy lessons. And so I have this guy. And this is Brittany now. Okay. We're not going back to the past yet. And I remember talking to him and it was so amazing. Like this dude's a really freaking amazing guy. And he's hot. <laughs> and I'm super picky. So it was fun. It's fun talking to him off and on when we talk. He's long distance. And if he's listening to this, uh, hi, it's Brittany, your host. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to go ahead and come out with it. F it, whatever. You guys are my family. So I'm going to be real. And when I talked to him, it kind of triggered me afterwards because it was such a fun conversation. It was flirty, fun. Um, but after the conversation, I remember I could feel, cause I'm very in tune with my feelings and I'm like that on purpose. It reminded me of a feeling I got with this guy. We'll call him Mark. 
<laughs> from from college who I held on to for like a year and had hope for it. Have you guys ever had a relationship that was like F buddies? Um, have you ever had an F buddy or a friend that you were like, I just know I'm just going to have hope and faith that this is going to turn into something else. And you would hang in there, have this crush or whatever, and you would get little seeds from this person that they were interested. Um, and then they just kind of back off. Then they come back in then they back off. And when they're drinking or they have liquid courage, as I call it, they really come in and you're like, oh, that's how he or she really feels, right? That's how they really feel. Oh my God, they really like me. And then you hold on like longer. And, and I remember back in college, there's this guy named Mark. <laughs> I so want to say his real name. I'm not going to lie. And I remember I worked at a country club and I went to a party with all the people. We all hung out together, kind of like friends and uh, the TV show. And we all were at a party. And I remember I had my eye set on him. He was introverted, good looking guy, golf pro. He was older than me, about 10 years. And I was like, you will be mine. Like Wayne's World style. Yes, you will be mine. And so that night I locked in on it and we ended up um, hanging out. <laughs> we'll put it that way. We hung out, all right? And there was some liquid courage in both of us. Let's put it that way. And um, that's where it started. And I remember I really liked him because he was quiet and mysterious. I kind of, I like that. I like the quiet, mysterious ones, but that are kind of really fun. And um, because I'm a little more extroverted, but I do like my quiet time as well. But it's that intrigue that you know, unfolding the onion. That's effing hot, dude. So anyway, we hung out and for, I remember we would go downtown in Athens, Georgia, go dogs. But anyway, we would go downtown and me and him, we would have a few beers at his apartment. Um, and I remember I would lead it. I'd be like, Hey, what are you doing tonight? Or, Hey, people are going out tonight. And we'd, he'd be like, yeah, sure. Sometimes he would ask me, but it was mainly me. I was very, like, I want to lock this in. So, and then we would, it was this pattern. We did it for a year, guys, where we would have so much fun at his house, dance around his apartment, have so much fun. We never really had huge, deep conversations till the drinks really got in. And then we would go party. All our friends would be around, which is super hot. You know, when you're kind of playing Brad and Angelina, and, and, you know, you're in this small little group of friends that work together. It's like you, I created this fantasy in my head. Like, y'all, we are so going to be together. Cause look, we're out in public. We're out in public. Y'all know he likes me. And, uh, we would hang out and then I'd go back to his apartment and we'd hook up. I mean, we did that for a year. And I remember asking him, like, I would get frustrated when I was drunk and I was a lot younger guys. I think I was 21. And I didn't know what I know now about myself and my, my energy and my habits. And I'd be like, so what is this? You know, where's this going? Do you, I mean, you keep hanging out with me. Is this going anywhere? And I, I wasn't mean about it. I was just, you know, I wanted to know, is there a future? And he would be like, well, you're a lot younger than me. And I just, I don't know. I mean, it's always a possibility, but I don't know. You know, I just want to live in the moment and have fun. And then when he wasn't drinking and we'd get to work, he never texted me. 
He never, you know, I like to text here and there or, or talk on the phone or build connection. He never wanted to do that unless he was drinking and we were going out together. Then he was, it was almost like everything. We'd have so much fun. We'd hang out. He would kind of be affectionate. Um, even in public, he'd be very kind of territorial. Like this is my girl. It was everything I wanted because he was the guy I wanted. And, and looking back now, it's not everything I need or want, but it went on for a year where I held on to hope of this F buddy. And at the end of the year, I remember I ended up meeting my, my husband who passed away in Afghanistan and he really hardcore pursued me. But, but at the time I even told him when he asked me out, my husband knew uh, Ryan, I was like, listen, I'm seeing someone I can't go out with you because I jacked up his haircut and he said I owed him dinner. I was like, you asked for me to cut your hair, boy. I told you I suck at men's cuts. <laughs> anyway, so my point is, is the hurt I had with Matt, uh, Mark, shit. Okay, Mark um, was so deep. For many reasons. Rejection. I felt not good enough. Like, why not me? Like, what's so bad about me? I'm. You have a young girl who's smart, who's a hard worker, who's intelligent. I even met his parents one time and they love me. Like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And I just remember, like, I'm just going to have to convince him. I'm just going to hang tight here as long as it takes. But that desperate energy flowed to him. And I remember we would get drunk. And back then, I would get in, like, little arguments. Whereas now, I don't argue a lot with anyone. But it hurt, guys. It hurt. And I had a trigger yesterday. Um, let's, so that was the story. We did not end up together. This Mark is now happily married with two children. I'm so happy for him. Um, I'm not mad at him because I see my part in things. I see where my patterns led me to this because I did not feel good enough. So I attracted someone who possibly didn't see me as their right fit. And they sense the unhealthiness of me of needing certainty, needing all the certainty and, and certain, you know, pressure kills the boner. There we go. So it didn't work out. And, and I had to get to a place of finding gratitude for that, but I'll get to that in a minute. Cause that's how you break out of a lot of this pain. Um, but there was a trauma level there because I felt stupid. Like you held on that whole time and he didn't want you. So I didn't realize I've carried that with me. That really fucking hurt. And I've carried that with me. And it's blocked me from wanting to let love in on any level with a man that I truly desire. Because I start, I get triggered because I see... Because there were parts of him that I do want in a man. So I attract someone in my life that potentially could be something. And he'll remind me of Mark... And whether the person's drinking or they start flirting with me, I question, are they drinking? You know, do they really mean this? Or are they just in a good mood? And then I shut it down. Nope, not for me. Nope, 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 nope. It's self-preservation because I don't want to get hurt because I'm still hurt over that. I'm still scared. I'm still scared. And um, I had a trigger because this amazing, amazing cool dude that, you know, we just chatted on the phone and, and 
he, um, and this is present time, and he was just like, it was so weird because he's a lot like Mark. He's a lot like, but, but times 10 in the, in the compatibility range. Like as a friend, I mean, we are, we have so much compatibility in our friendship. We laugh, we flirt, we joke. It's just, it's a really, I, every time we talk, it's like so much fun to me. I love it. And but after the phone call, I felt it's like my subconscious picked up on all these triggers that reminded me of Matt. And it made me want to not even be open to the idea of this ever being possible. And it's like, I was so excited after the phone call. And then, and then it kicked in the triggers and I wanted to run because my subconscious was telling me, no, this is like that. That's going to hurt you. You can't like him. He's going to hurt you. And that's what our subconscious does. It's trying to protect us. But it also can sabotage if we don't heal these insecurities and hurts and try to push through. It can sabotage us from the what if. But the what if in my past, I don't know if anyone can relate to this. The what if and the holding on and the everything in my past led me to so much hurt and friendships and love and everything. Because I've always had this blind faith. But what I have to be confident in, guys, and you guys got to be confident in, is if you've done your work, you know who you are, you got to start trusting in your intuition. You got to start trusting that you have come a long way. You're a, you've come a long way and that when you find gratitude in those people that have hurt you, you find gratitude in what you've learned from that and you find faith in the person you are today, then it doesn't, that's where it's like, we got to trust ourselves. You know, I wouldn't have liked that Mark guy if there weren't some, as, as much as I did, if there weren't some amazing things about him that I do want in a partner. It doesn't mean that we should have been together. We were compatible fully, but there were some amazing things about him that I learned that I do need and want in a partnership. And instead of me embracing that, if anyone related to those things, like certain things he did, like his little witty comments reminding me of this guy I talked to recently, his little witty things, those are important. I like those things. That's what I want. But instead, my brain's telling me it's a trigger to run. Do you see what I'm saying? It could sabotage the very thing I want because I'm relating it to pain. I'm not doing that. I'm going to go heal that. And I'm going to find gratitude in those situations. Like I'm grateful for Mark because he showed me a few things that I do want in a man. He also showed me things about myself that needed to be healed. Things about me where I get certainty sick, I need answers now that need to be healed that I've never healed. Those are things that I'm so grateful for that lesson. And also to see the progression, how I'm nowhere like that. I'm not confrontational anymore like I was with him. I've grown so much. If it wasn't for the reflection of that to where I am now, do I still get that certainty? I need titles. I need this. Of course I get there. But it's I have so much more self-control over it. And I can get to a healthier place. So it, it's like, wow, Brittany, you've done a great job. So you see what I'm doing? I'm finding gratitude in the pain. So it doesn't mean the pain doesn't still hurt, 
but it's reprogramming the mind so that those good things about him don't turn me off. Because this, this amazing friend I have, I get turned off or scared. That's what I need to say. Cause man, this man does not turn me off. I'll tell you that right now, but I get scared and my brain goes, Nope, not hot. Run, run. Warning, warning, Will Robinson, you know, and I thank God I know what I know now. I'm so grateful because I know how to stop it. Take, you know, fast from the whole thing and go heal myself. But it's, you know, I'm grateful that all these underlying things are triggering me because they're coming out where I thought I was healed. I thought I was good. And if it wasn't for these hurts coming out, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I w- I'd still be at still be scared of what I desire. My heart won't be open to love. Whether it's hot hot dude um who's, you know, a good friend of mine or or it's anyone else. I'm I'm going to be open to love and not scared of the things I truly want. You know, you may still get fear, but I don't want to cock block it anymore, you know? Um and I think you can do that. You can get in your own way and sabotage things. And, um, but anyway, so that's what I wanted to talk about. So yeah, me and the Mark guy did not end up together. He's happily married. And as for me today, I know love's coming in for me. I'm excited, but right now I have a lot of love coming in for myself. And that's where my focus is. Where your focus goes, the energy flows. And right now my focus is on healing Brittany being open to love and not smashing it because it scares the shit out of me, you know? And cause you can, I can get so comfortable in being alone to where I'm like, Hey, do I even want what? This is a lot easier. You know what I mean? The, the dealing with till death do us part with someone you're miserable with. That's scary, you know? But the thing is, is we got to trust ourselves, trust something bigger than us. God, um, that that we have grown and that we trust the voice inside of us and that even if we make a decision that I don't like saying wrong but a decision that doesn't last long term that we learned from it and it was worth it because it'll push us even further to the next place we need to be so I will not be scared I never have been and I never will be of getting back up on my feet and trying something new. And I am that girl, that that glitter unicorn fairy tale, whatever, that I get so excited about love. Like, wow, this guy is so cool. And I get into the story. He's like this. He's like that. And everyone's getting excited with me. And then a week later, it's like, yeah, it didn't work. But you know what? You know what? I'm okay with that. I get excited about love. I learn what I need to learn. And I'm not talking about falling in love, but the potential that feeling, the butterflies and all that, like it's exciting. It's intoxicating. And I get excited to see my growth because every person I attract is like, it's like becoming even better and better and better and better for me. And so I can just see it. And I'm like, I'm so close, but my heart has to be open to it. I didn't realize my heart wasn't open to love. You know, I'm like, fuck. This whole time I've been talking to people about love. Let the love in. Barry White style love. And I wasn't even open to it because I'm so damn scared. I realized because of this Mark experience. And then after that, I married my husband. And then he got blown up in Afghanistan. You know, two weeks before he was supposed to be home. 
yeah, this girl's been hurt with love. And I'm having some grace on myself. I'm going to take care of me a little while because I'm scared. I'm scared to give anyone my yes fully. And, but I am not scared enough to give up. And that's one thing you will never hear from me as I give up on love. I know there's someone out there for me. And I am so excited for that. And I have to trust that I know who I am. You guys know who you are. You have to trust that you've grown. You know who you are. You know what you want. Trust those intuitive feelings when it feels icky and it doesn't feel right. Don't waste your time when it doesn't feel right. Because you're also hurting someone else. You're carrying them when you already knew months ago that they weren't it. You already knew. And God, I'm right there with you, okay? I'm getting off my high horse here. But as soon as we know, we need to get off, allow them to go find their person, and we keep going. You know, don't string them along just because you don't want to be alone. And because there's so, you're also hurting yourself because there's someone out there that was made for you that you're not letting in because you just don't want to be alone. And so guys, on that serious note, thank you for sitting in my chair. I always love talking to you and this was really hard to talk about for me and I'm so glad that you're open to listening. I hope someone out there who has an F buddy or anything like that can relate to this to know that you will get a looped lesson, a looped hard lesson. And I talk about looping it around. It'll keep coming back and around and different people until we turn around with courage, which is not the absence of fear and say, I've had enough. It's time to say yes to me so that my yes can come in to match my yes. So have a great day, you guys. Thanks for sitting in my chair. This is Brittany, your host, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.